Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Byrne. It's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, March 23rd, 2020. What's going on? Are you in the future? Are you coming back listening to this? How long did the pandemic last, man? Uh, did it turn into an epidemic? Is that what it is? Pandemic? Pandemic is like the triple A of a disease. He's almost at the show. He's still hitting fucking dirty baseballs. Why does the disease have to be a man? All right, it's a woman. So what, you saying we're all cunts? Remember that shit? Remember feminism? That's the one good thing about the pandemic. That fucking all went away. All those white broads bitch moaning and complaining with their own fucking TV shows, getting awards for saying shit that other people wrote. My life is so hard. I don't know. You know what? You know what? This is going to be a great day. I'm going to tell you why this is a great day. You know when you just wake up with a fucking song in your head? I have Robbie Dupree's Steal Away in my head, you know? And I'm going to warn you, okay? You know, with social distancing and all of this shit, the last thing you need is some fucking bald, freckled cunt on a podcast getting a song in your head. But I'm about ready to sing it. And I'm going to tell you, this song, it's so fucking catchy, especially when I sing it. It's going to be in your ear, too. All right, come on with me. Come on and hold me. Just like you told me. I woke up with this in my head. Then fucking show me what I want to know. Why don't we steal away? Why don't we steal away into the night? I'm because there's a pandemic. Hello? COVID-19 much? Hashtag shaking my head. Um, how about all the pussies during this fucking pandemic? That just, they, God forbid they're alone with their own fucking thoughts. Eating some fucking cookie dough. Just can't do it. Gotta go hang out with their friends. She's, she's my best friend. I have to hang out with her. You dumb fuck. You have, you, she could have gone out and blown a trucker since the last time she saw you. You don't know what she does. You don't know what she's into, man. You, she's that close to you, huh? How about you, buddy? You gonna be a fucking man? You gonna John Wayne your shit, your way through this shit? Are you gonna be a fucking, you know, yoga studio person? We're all connected. Hmm? I'll tell you what. This is what Donald Trump is stirring up with that whole Chinese virus thing that he's doing. I'll tell you what, you know what? I guess we all are connected. Because evidently if some guy on the other side of the planet sticks his dick in some bat's butt, next thing you know, I can't sit out on a lake bass fishing with one of my buddies. I swear to fucking God, the left and the right, when are they just going to man up Face a fucking problem and try and solve it without finger pointing. Like some douchey quarterback going back to the huddle. It, it, it's it's to fuck. What fucking good does that do? Well, that's where that came from. Okay. Is that the game we're playing? Do do we think is this country? This is we're going to survive that game. 
fucking sitting there pointing fingers as we're drone bombing weddings. We got economic sanctions against Iran so they can't even fucking help their people. Slavery, genocide, racism, sexism. Where did fucking mad cow disease come from? That came from fucking England. Do we, we call that the, uh, the, the British uh, disappointed cow, whatever the fuck we're supposed to call it? Didn't we bring up a bunch of fucking diseases, cough on blankets, and then fucking give them to Native Americans? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I swear to God, goddamn Republicans and Democrats, anytime there's a fucking problem, they get their panties in the bunch and they just start pointing, well, because the last person wore a blue tie and they did this and that. I remember when Obama came in office, he goes, well, I inherited these wars. I inherited this blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, he's playing video games, fucking drone bombing people at a fucking picnic. Um, anyways, people. All right. There's all kinds of viruses evidently around the fucking world. They're in the goddamn rainforest that we're chopping down every day. We're fucking doing that. Eventually, one of them's going to get out and everybody just fucking do what they tell you to do. Just fucking stay inside. Don't interact with other goddamn people. Stop being fucking selfish. Let's just all fucking come together. Right now, what we should be doing is avoiding one another and then going online and trying to figure out how people who don't have money for food, we can get them some food. Or people who are, you know, living week to week, how maybe we can do some sort of startup or some sort of benefit. That We should fucking help each other out. We just ignore the politicians who are just going to get the mouth breathers all fucking stirred up again. You know, this is some snowflake stuff. I can't call it a Chinese virus. You know, let me ask you this. Who's, you know, if somebody really looked at your life and all this shit you did, would you hold up to that level of scrutiny that there couldn't be something named after you? Um, all right. Jeez, it's a, there's a fucking billion people. If you lived over there, you'd be eating all kinds of fucking crazy shit too. I would imagine. I imagine there's some shit that we eat over here that they think is fucking nuts. There's a part of the world that thinks cows are sacred. We shouldn't even be fucking eating them. And we're over here feeding cows to other fucking cows. All right. We have been the problem collectively, humanity, for a long fucking time. Because I'll tell you right now, how clear is the sky right now without all those jets flying around and people driving around, living their best lives, going down to malls, buying shit that they don't fucking need? Think about that, man. We are the guy. Did I just say think about that? Am I lecturing you? I'm sorry. Sorry. I just, I, I fucking can't stand. Um. I don't, not saying that I don't have my own fucking faults and I haven't been guilty of being a fucking meathead because I have. I do my best to try to avoid doing shit like Donnie T's doing right now. Coming back to the huddle, fucking pointing people out. I remember fucking guys used to do that. And next thing you know, their fucking offensive line wouldn't block for him anymore. Then he'd have to take everybody out for a fucking steak dinner, which is also a cow, right? I was at a steer. Well, what happens, you fucking city slickers, a goddamn bull gets up on his hind quarters and sticks his bullcock into a fucking cow. They fuck, all right? If they have a woman, it's called a cow. If they have a man, it's called a bull. If they cut the balls off it, it becomes a fucking stare, and that's where your goddamn steak comes from. I learned that when I was in uh, Wyoming or, or Colorado. 
somewhere out there. Um, all right, so let's let's just. I don't think we need to name this thing and blame a fucking group of people. How come we didn't call it the French uh, uh, French AIDS, the French stewardess AIDS, male stewardess AIDS? Why don't we call it that? <laughs> hey, and by the way, uh, maybe he wasn't French. Let me see where, where was that guy from. Let's find out where everything. Why don't we find out right now where all the diseases came from and name them accurately? All right. First AIDS patient. April 24th, San Francisco resident Ken Horn is reported the center of disease in later 19. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Oh, was he the stewardess? He was. A stewardess. He flew to France. Is that what it was? So why isn't it the American AIDS, USA AIDS, US AIDS? <laughs> well, thanks a lot. Now I can't stick my dick in somebody's bum without getting fucking. Um, we're animals, people. We're animals. We eat shit. We fuck shit. And and you know we we fucking. What about the baby boom generation? You know, fucking out there in Woodstocks, rolling around fucking in the mud. They they didn't they didn't cause something. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? What am I even talking about now? I don't know. So anyway, anyway, give it up for ESPN two that became ESPN eight or ESPN Ocho. Give it up for them. I haven't been watching it, but I guess they're showing fucking dodgeball, belly flop com- um, competitions and all of this shit. And everybody's going nuts like this is fucking amazing. This is what ESPN did in the beginning. Well, they had all that time to fucking fill. It was incredible. Um, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to check out. Um but I'm telling you, man, this is a great time right now for you to do a bunch of things that you never did. And last time I mentioned it's a great time to shave your head. If you ever wanted to shave your head, this is a great time. It's a great time to buy a boat, buy a motorcycle, a classic car, something in aviation. This is a great time to buy. It's a little parasitic, but that's how it works. That's how the game is played. If you squirrel away your nuts during the good times, when the shit turns down and everybody out there was living like the new Johnny Bravo, as they did on the Brady Bunch, you know, walking around with your fucking sexy goddamn shirt so your stepsister wants to bang you, or maybe even your stepmother, right? Hey, this shit happened, man. This shit happened on the Brady Bunch. Maybe they created a fucking disease on that goddamn show. Greg Brady banging fucking Mrs. Brady in real life. Barry fucking Florence. Oh, Barry. Oh, Florence. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, yeah, this is, this is the fucking time. You don't buy a boat during a virus-free, booming econ- economic time. Which, by the way, that's a big fallacy, by the way. Everybody was saying that the economy was booming. The economy was booming before before this bullshit fucking happened. It's just like, how many fucking times are you going to ignore how much money we're spending on these never-ending fucking wars? And how many fucking times are you going to let these fucking banker cunts, these fucking banker cunts, create a new 
real estate, some sort of fucking bubble. It's a bubble, people. We were living in a bubble. It's the fucking high-end luxury apartment rental buildings going up on every other fucking block, which is all our money, which is all our money. And there's a finite amount of people from China and Russia that have so much money that they need to wash it by fucking, you know, buying one of these goddamn condos. And then once that happens, once that runs out and the cranes is still building, the whole thing topples down again. And then whoever's in office, red tie or blue tie, gets blamed. And then the bankers start a new fucking scheme. I know all of this shit because I skim read a couple of articles. This is why you should be listening to me and not the people on fucking CNN and Fox, right? Hmm. Anyway, um, there's really just nothing to talk about, is there? This is just when this is when you separate the men from the boys. By the way, how fucking brilliant was it since the beginning of podcasting that I never had a guest? All right, so my show has not changed at all. Everybody else. All my compadres out there, they're all like, oh, God, can you Skype into this? Can can you Skype into that? What's the fucking password? Not old Freckles. Old Freckles sits here in his jam jams and did it, does it like he always did it, right? Like that old guy who never sold out to McDonald's and kept his own fucking hamburger recipe and then got buried by McDonald's anyways, you know? Then they made a documentary about him, and people were like, wow, that's pretty fucking cool, but the guy still dies penniless. Um, I've still been drumming. Actually, I have, I have so much fucking free time now. I don't really because I got my kid, uh, but we've been playing. Uh, dude, she's a lefty. She throws right, but she bats left. She's a lefty in the lineup, and she's fucking crushing it. She's got the T-ball going, you know? She's so goddamn cute. She keeps saying, she goes to me, she goes, Dada, I want you to take me to a ball game. I'm like, you want to go to a baseball game? She kind of looks at me. I want you to take me to a ball game. And I'm thinking, and I'm like, you want me to take it? And then I realized she heard that song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. So what she's really saying is she wants me to sing the song. So then I got to go, take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. I need some peanuts and crackers. I don't care if I ever get back. Right? I do the whole fucking song. And she's pretending to swing a bat the whole time. I guess she saw it on one of her little kid show things. And the best part is when I go, for it's one, two, three strikes, you out. She swings the bat each time. The big smile on her face. It's the cutest damn thing ever. So, uh, and she's fast. She can haul ass. Definitely did not get that from me. She got it from her mother. Nia, you were always fast as a kid, right? Hello. Um, anyway, yeah, she got the speed. She got the speed from, from, uh, my lovely wife. And then she got the lefty thing from me. Cause I'm left. I'm weird. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm all over the map. I play guitar left-handed. I drum right-handed. I write left-handed. I can do tools either, either way. Um, but I think I do, I do all sports right-handed. Although I kind of switched to left-handed when I fucked up my shoulder. My right shoulder, but now my right shoulder is good. So all the shit I learned with my left shoulder, I'm going back and relearning with my right. I'm a fucked up dude. All right, 
I'm a fucked up dude. But let's get let's let's look up some shit. Let's look up boat for sale. Boat for sale. Look at that. I get a goddamn. I get a fucking uh, a sixty square foot, whatever that means, twenty seven foot sailboat for thirteen hundred bucks. A luxury yacht for three hundred forty four dollars and ninety nine cents. How about a, an abandoned, dilapidated ship for ten dollars and eighty five cents? I mean, these deals did not exist. Look at this guy, sixty two foot yacht. All right. Now, in the yachting world, I learned this when I was in the French Riviera. Ooh, what a fancy man. I was in Saint-Tropez, smoking Cubans. Get inside, you pasty, freckled fuck, and smoke your cigar. You're unsightly. Um, I learned over there that when the yachting world, it's a million a meter. And let's see, a meter is... Uh, a little more than a yard, if I remember from my childhood. So three into 62 goes in there, uh, well, let's see, two times. So that should be a $20 million boat, right? Roughly, and this guy's dropping this thing for $4 bucks. Now, I'm sure it needs some new spark plugs, the Illuminati spark plugs, right? This thing was $4.3 million. It's now down to three. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is not a fucking yacht. Titan Yacht 62-foot sports fish. Effie May from Downey Yachts. That's not a yacht. That's, that's, That's one of those fucking ones that a fat white guy with a big red face buys. And he goes out there with his son, you know. And they take pictures of holding up the fish right before the guy he, he fucking gets a fatal at- attack of gout, you know, from just living a great life. I always liked those big, fat, fucking white dudes with the red faces that owned a boat. You know what I mean? Boat people are fucking cool. You know? Motorcycle people are cool. People that, like, guys that fucking still have a toy. A guy that can be married. I got to say this quietly so I don't fuck up my life here. A guy that's married. And still can go out and buy a toy like that. You know what I love when I see that? I'm like, that guy has his woman in line. All right? He's either fucking married and he's still calling the show. He's crushing it so hard that she can't say no to the boat. She can't say no to the fact that he liked that new Indian motorcycle and he went down and ordered that fucking custom fucking paint job. He's crushing it so hard. Right. Or maybe he's like that Brad Pitt character. Right. And he doesn't need a woman. You know what I mean? He's just in in, in fucking uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Anyways, this you can get a 62 foot sports fish. Effie May from Downey Yachts for three point nine five. I don't know. It used to be four point three. I have no idea what a fucking boat's cost. Let's just take a look at this fucking thing. Huh? Ah, This thing just reeks of fucking shadiness. They just showed us showing the thing fucking tooling around. I don't see anywhere where you're inside the boat. I don't like this. You know what I would do if I ever bought one of these boats? The first, ooh, look at that nice king size fucking bed. You're down there praying to God in the middle of a fucking perfect storm. Um, if I fucking lived down there, man, I would fucking, uh, 
No, if I had a, if I ever bought a boat, the first thing you got to do is you got to, you got to get a, uh, you got to get a fucking buddy who's a cop with a dog sniffing, with a, with a, yeah, dog sniffing, a drug sniffing dog, dog sniffing dog. They all sniff dogs. All right. The Ivy League dog can find cocaine. And I'd say, get this fucking thing on this goddamn boat. And find out if there's not an extra kilo of something hidden somewhere. Because I don't want to get pulled over by the Coast Guard, you know, and take the fall for whatever this is. Or when the fucking Diaz brothers show up. Fuck the fucking Diaz brothers! When they fucking show up for their lost fucking kilo. I don't need the shit. That's that's the number one thing you got to do. I wonder if fucking helicopters are gone down. Let's, let's do a little fucking dream shopping here during a fucking pandemic. What about those fucking senator cunts? They find out what was going down. They pulled their money out of the stock market, you know? So pull your money out. And then an hour later, wait an hour and then fucking give us the heads up. They don't even do that. Dude, I'm telling you right now, all of these fucking support the troops, fucking, they're all full of shit. When the shit hits the fan, it's every man for himself, which is why what I'm trying to do is here on this podcast, well, what I'm really trying to do is fill up this hour. Who's kidding who? But other than that, I'm trying to fucking get people to come. This is a time to come together. This is not a time to shit yourself and start taking advantage of your fellow man. Grab two handfuls of that rope and you pull in the same direction as everybody else. Fuck these fucking leaders scaring the shit out of everybody. Fuck these news, 24-hour news programs scaring the shit out of everybody. Fuck these fucking politicians who just want to call it a Chinese virus and all of that shit. Fuck all of that shit. We're all in this together. All right? This is not a time to start some Hatfield and McCoy shit. So fuck everything that they're saying. All right? Everybody just fucking stays in, chills out. We, we do some, whatever we can do to help out people who don't have food or fucking money. Let's, let's spend your energy rather than freaking out. Figure out how to help somebody, all right, without getting contaminated, which I'm not saying that's an easy thing. All right? Helicopter for sale. You could fucking shave your head. Change your name, walk around in women's clothes, whatever. This is the time to do it and buy a helicopter all on the same fucking day. You can just finally stop ignoring, you know, all of society's. No, isn't I just saying you're just going to go fucking crazy? All right. <clears throat> Look at that. A 2020 Robinson R44 for 387 grand. How many hours does it have left on it? Oh, it's in Florida. Fuck that. God knows what that fucking idiot did with that thing. Fucking yanking the shit out of it. Fuck you. 2020 Robinson R44 Clipper, 444,000. All right, these things haven't really come down yet. 2013 R66 for 725. 2004 Enstrom 280FX Shark. I never even heard of that. Oh, there it is. Oh, there she is. 1997 McDonnell Douglas 600N. That's one of those fucking Magnum PI ones. They want $775,000 for it. Look, you can get a Bell 
1965 Bell 47G for 80 grand. I know, 1965, don't worry, the parts are new, right? That's what they tell you. The parts are all brand new. 775 or best offer. It's got the fucking Notar system. I'm back to the, the McDonald, McDonald Douglas 6. Look at this fucking thing. It's on tradeaplane.com. Let's see what she has. She's fucking red like my goddamn beard used to be. Ooh. Let's see. The, oh, they got the glass cockpit, huh? The Notar system so you can land in Santa Monica without all the rich cunts complaining about how fucking loud it is. Dude, this thing is like period blood red, though. It's kind of cool so everybody will see you when you're up in the sky, you know? That's a great thing. If somebody runs into you up there and you both fucking crash and live, and you get to be like, how the fuck did you not see me? Uh, Oh, five-bladed main rotor system. Where are the seats in the back? Ah, Jesus Christ. Were people skydiving out of this fucking thing? Oh, it's got an analog fucking... Analog gauges. I like analog gauges. I'm trying to get into the glass cockpits, but they, they, they don't know. I, I'm not good with computers and shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, look at that. Look at that right there. If you got money, if you got money this person's selling... I would wait. They know now you got to play the game. Like how how long do I wait? I love those fucking. They got these things, these wire cutters on the front of the goddamn telephone line cutters on the front of these fucking helicopters. Do you ever see a helicopter? Right, and it's got like these two like fucking triangle like sharp things. One on the bottom, one on the top. Allegedly, so it says you're cruising along at about ninety knots, and you hit some. Those high-powered lines, which kills more goddamn helicopter pilots than anything. If you hit one of those things, allegedly, rather than the, the fucking wire going through the fucking, you know, windshield, whatever the fuck you call it in aviation, and fucking decapitating you or just slicing you in half, you know, through your torso, it just slides up the windshield, hits that thing, and it cuts it. Um Jeez, I imagine if it does that, I can't imagine the f- how many fucking people are sitting there waiting for you to land, how much money you owe the state. <laughs> that should fly it around, show it off. Then you're like, ah! You fucking cut the thing in half, and then all the lights below you just go dark. And now you went from fucking VFR, there's no moon, now you're in IFR. And you fucking survived the goddamn wire. And now what the fuck do you do? You got to go. You got to fucking get some altitude. Try to get high enough up to get beyond the blackout you just caused. Jesus Christ. That's a fucking situation. Yeah, but look at this. 2020 Robinson R66. This guy who sells a fucking 2020 other than Robinson. Florida Suncoast helicopters. They're just dropping, you know, because nobody's going down there. Nobody's going down to see people. So there are some deals to be had out there is everybody's hoarding toilet paper. You know what I mean? You could be flying around in your own helicopter for a goddamn deal, shitting out the side right down into a supermarket parking lot. Now, these this is the kind of fun that can be had, people, if you don't just focus on the negative. All right. Talk. Speaking of trying to help people out. All right. Uh, 
um, back in the day, when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but sometimes I still all right. Um, I used to do uh, all of these gigs down in Rhode Island. This comedian and local promoter, John Parada. What's going on, brother? John Parada, Billy Burr. What's going on, brother? I got a room for you. It's a, and he used to fucking book uh, Periwinkles and all of this shit down in fucking Rhode Island. What's going on, brother? Well, he has a son named David Parada, and he wrote a fucking best-selling book called Conversation Casanova. Do you need some reading? Would you like to hit the ground running, you know, and start crushing some ass when it's close, when it's okay to get close to some ass when this whole pandemic is over? Well, I can't recommend David uh, Parada's book, Conversation Casanova, which you can get on Amazon. Conversation Casanova, how to effortlessly start conversations and flirt like a pro. It's got four and a half out of five stars. All right. Good enough for a gold medal when everybody's doing the triple Lindy. So check that out if you get a chance. Well, how much is it, Bill? How much is this going to fucking dip? It's fucking four ninety nine. That's the Kindle price. Save ten bucks. It's fifteen bucks. All right. You know, maybe you're a shy person. See, maybe you like this fucking being quarantined and this type of thing but you know it's time for you to come out of your shell you're gonna come out you know you're gonna have your fucking sexy clothes on all right when your neighbor who was getting all kinds of pussy dies from this fucking disease you wait a few days you go in you take his clothes all right now you got the clothes of a, of a pussy getting guy but you don't have the fucking rat man well you get this fucking book and you have it see there's all kinds of fucking advantages here oh by the way the wild animals are reclaiming fucking territory as everybody stays inside. Somebody sent me a video. There's one mountain lion in Los Angeles. All right. And uh, that thing, you know, if you live, I, I don't know where it is. It's in one of these the Hollywood Hills somewhere around here. But somebody had video. Uh, a buddy of mine, his friend had like this video camera set up, you know, like a security thing. And. When I tell you this fucking cougar, this mountain lion, just went right by, like he had like a, a, a sliding glass window. He lived on like the second floor of an apartment building. And this thing just came walking along, you know, local, you just like, you know, little house cats will run along the, the railing of your balcony. That's what this fucking thing was doing. It just came walking by. I always feel bad for like those fucking little dogs and shit that get caught by, you know, the coyotes and stuff. You know, I saw this video one time, man. I felt so bad for this little dog. It was sleeping and the cougar came up and it doesn't quite know what a dog is. So it just kind of fucking swiped at it with its paw and the dog woke up and it was the little fucker, man. I feel so bad. He was trying to be brave. He was trying to bark at it, but it was, he was just too scary. It was over in an instant though. I just woke up and was like, hey! <laughs> that was it okay and i got a lot out of that i was like if that fucking thing got up and had its man bark and charged the fucking cougar i think the cougar runs away at first it's weird those big fucking cats man they they you can freak them out easy an aggressive move especially when they're coming up and they don't know what the fuck you are you know, you got like a belt on and a fucking collared shirt, and you know, wearing a fucking Bose noise canceling headset. They don't know what they're eating. 
It's like, it looks like there's some meat underneath all of that. And you just make a fucking, you know, you got that one move where they turn tail and then you got time to run back to the Land Rover, right? You got that one fucking moment if you don't shit yourself. You make an aggressive move and you just cause them for half a second to be like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this thing? And then by the time they figure out you're fucking running again, hopefully you're back in there and you can put the windows up. Aren't there guys on the on the interweb doing that shit? I mean, god damn it, these fucking people around the world eating goddamn grasshoppers and shit. I'm just sitting out here on my property trying to have a good fucking time. We're all fucking connected. Guys out there eating a fucking flying rat. Um anyway, uh once again, shout out to all the doomsday preppers who was they were fucking ready for this shit. They got cans of fucking beans to last forever. Um I have a way to solve the economic problem too, by the way. By the way, by the way, by the way. But it would involve the bankers being generous. You know, I don't understand why politicians don't just pressure bankers, put them right on the because they'll fucking give them a convertible ride in Dallas. We all know how that goes, right? This is this is what you do. All you do during this fucking pandemic, because nobody can work for the most part, except essential people. Right. This is what you do. You just act like the world economy is a video game and we all hit pause because we had to get up and take a shit or go make a fucking sandwich. All right. So let's say this thing lasts from March to May. All right. In May or in June, when the whole thing starts back up again, you get to go back to work. Um, you just make make your next mortgage payment like it was March. It's just called June now. And we just we just these last things were on pause. Everything's just on fucking pause. And that's the smartest thing these fucking bankers can do so they don't get caught. Because we all know that all of these economies are nothing more than elaborate at the highest level Ponzi schemes. And Ponzi schemes all work until the fucking wheels stop turning. And once the wheels stop turning, it just needs forward momentum. It just has to keep rolling along. Everybody's buying the deal. Everybody thinks that they put the money in the bank and it's still there and they still have their fucking, you know. I look it up online and I see all those numbers, so it has to be there. Um, that is the best move these fucking bankers can make. You know they're not, I don't know, hopefully they'll fucking do something like that, you know. That's the thing. When you run in a scam, as long as it's moving forward, everything's fine. When you stop, the whiff of your own shit overpowers everybody, and then they know what you're doing. It reminds me a long time ago. I don't know if this is a true story, but I, w- I was uh, in between L.A. and New York, and I got rid of my L.A. apartment. I was like, fuck this, man. I'm going back to New York. I should have just sold everything, but I held on to a car out here and a couple other things because I wanted to have a car during pilot season. There used to be a thing called pilot season. Um. And it was funny to come out here to do a bunch of reads for a bunch of acting work that I didn't even want at that point in my fucking career. So, um, this lady down at the storage unit told me 
that, you know, this, where I was leaving my car and, and some of my shit, that this was a, uh, this was a, um, a chain, this storage shed, and that they had had a deal at one of their other storage sheds. There was a guy who used to come in like every other day and he had a big giant storage shed and he had a freezer in there and all of this type of shit, right? Well, the guy ends up having a, it was like on the second floor. The guy ends up having a fucking medical issue, heart attack, cancer. I don't know what happened. He lives alone, has no family, right? Um, he fucking goes to the hospital. He can't make his payments. So they shut off the electricity, in the fucking freezer that he had. And then this fucking odor came out of it and they opened it up and he had like fucking dead bodies and shit. And they killed, I forget who we killed. I don't know who it was. I, I, I was going to say it was his family, but I would think people would notice that his family was gone. They would investigate him and then they would figure out he had a fucking storage shed. And when they had a freezer in there, imagine being that cop. And there's a fucking giant goddamn freezer big enough to put a fucking elk in there like a Joe Rogan, right? And then you fucking lift the, lifting that top up. Oh, God. What a fucking job, man. What a job. Just seeing the fucking worst in people. All right, let's, let's read some advertising here, everybody. What a way to go into advertising, you know? After I got you all excited to buy a boat or a fucking motorcycle, something like that. How good did the fucking Indians look, huh? I, and this is a great time, great time to ride a fucking motorcycle. Great fucking time. Um, legal Zoom, everybody. Taxes. That's the one thing we all have to deal with this time of year. And as a business owner, it's critical to know all your options. That's why you should lean on Legal Zoom. Yes, absolutely, you should be doing this because those assholes are, are, are they're, they're letting you basically, you know, file later or something like that to get the thing you can always do that <clears throat> the fact that these banker cunts won't have a fucking heart you know what i mean so how about we just hit pause nobody owns a or anybody anything until this fucking thing's over and then we just start with there's no interest there's none of that shit everything's on pause all right nobody has to pay their fucking rent and then the land the uh your 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 landlord doesn't owe anybody money nobody owes anybody fucking any goddamn money just fucking chill i mean obviously you have to pay for your food everybody just fucking relaxes you know you just hit pause why can't they just do that oh because they're greedy well that's why you need legal zoom all right have, have you or anyone you know used legal zoom for their business have you received any feedback from listeners have used legal zoom uh, no, I haven't. Why would you ask those questions? I would have brought it up. LLCs, DBAs, and S-Corps, they all mean different things when it comes to paying taxes and limiting your personal liability. Uh, there's a lot to think about. But with LegalZoom, you don't have to worry about doing all the legwork yourself to find the right answers. They have a ton of resources to help, including their network of independent attorneys and tax professionals. They'll provide the advice you need to ensure you're operating your business the way you, you want to. And since LegalZoom isn't a law firm, you'll save time and money while avoiding hourly fees. Whether you need uh, to incorporate, form an LLC, or set up your business... Another way, use LegalZoom to maximize your business potential and make your account accountant happy. Go to LegalZoom.com today to get your business on the right track for 2020. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. 
Oh, look who's here. Classic. MeUndies. MeUndies. Don't fucking breathe on me. MeUndies. MeUndies. You sneezed and now I can't see. Thanks a lot for fucking that bat. And all the old people die. And you if you're fat. Because it's a pandemic. But you want to look good. When the coroner picks you up. So get some me undies. All right. Why would you need an undie membership? Honestly, because it's fun. It's an easy way to give yourself, your future self, a present each month. A membership with MeUndies is full of perks like site-wide savings, early access, free shipping, and new ridiculously soft undies delivered to your door each month. Building your undies collection makes your adult life just a tad easier. More undies equals less laundry. It's science. Um, Yeah, but it's more fucking space taken up. You know, just buy some undies. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, you, you've probably heard me undies are the softest undies to ever grace your nethers, your nether regions. Uh, that's because they're made with micro modal. Modal? What the heck is that? It's a magical substance, soft as heck, fabric made from trees. Yes, trees. That makes your bits feel like they're floating on a cloud. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want elevated nuts during this time? They're designed to be the softest things you ever put on your body and offered in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. You can have, for everybody with a micro penis to elephantitis of the nuts, they got the fucking softest underwear in the game. They also have loungewear, which recently had a glow up. What does that mean? Check out their new line of styly micromodal loungewear. You can wear in and out of the house. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have 100% satisfaction guaranteed. To get your 15% off your first order, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Burr. That's MeUndies.com slash Burr. Oh, and then we got lastly, but not leastly, Simply Safe. We have security. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way. Uh, where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in home in a home security system. It's an award, it's award winning protection, two time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. You got to get this shit, okay? Especially now, we don't know where this pandemic's going. You want to know who's outside your house, all right? You don't want to shoot your aunt and her fucking titties. When she just came over for a cup of sugar. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbell alert and doorbells alert you alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard in size. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour it's tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. 
It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to Simply Safe, S I M P L I S A F E, S I M P L I S A F E dot com slash burr in the summertime. Remember that? Um, go to simplysafe.com slash bird today and you'll go get free shipping and a 60 day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash bird. That's simplysafe.com slash bird. You remember that, that old commercial? F R I E N D L Y. Take friendlies home in the summertime. Used to go to friendlies and buy their fucking nuclear green mint chocolate chip ice cream i remember a time when fucking mint chocolate chip ice cream was the color of the mint leaf instead of the all natural where it's hawat um why is it that like 90 percent of men their favorite ice cream is mint chocolate chip you know i like mint chocolate chip and i like fucking uh uh oreo cookie all right Oh, who's kidding? Who? Vanilla Swiss almond. You know, but my, one of my favorite ones ever. Uh, those those fucking two those two cunts up in Maine. What the fuck are they? Eddie and Larry. Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry. They had a limited run. I'm gonna look this up. I bet somebody's fucking selling this for a song. Let me. Why don't we steal away? You want to hear the new lyrics to that song? Keep your distance, boo boo do. Get the fuck away from me. I don't know if you. I don't know if you got the disease. Do 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 do. Why don't you stay the fuck away from me and my family? All right, Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Bump 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 bump. Ben and Jerry's raspberry. Coconut. It was the best fucking ice cream I ever had. Ben and Jerry's raspberry gone coconuts. Frozen yogurt. Go fuck his. Frozen yogurt should be fucking illegal. Jesus Christ. You ever fucking run into somebody and you think you know them and then they turn out to be somebody else? That's the fucking ice cream. That's what fucking yogurt. Frozen yogurt is. Where the fuck is it? Wait a minute. Was it frozen yogurt back in the day? I'm, this was like 20 years ago. Best and worst Ben and Jerry's flavors ranked. All right. Ben and Jerry's recently brought online ice cream shopping to their website. How do they keep it frozen? All right. Hang on a second. It's Ben and Jerry's cookies and cream cheesecake core. Bold idea, but way too sweet. Ben and Jerry's Boom Chocolata Cookie Core. Again, good idea, but too much core. Ben and Jerry's Vanilla. Solid, but not exciting. I mean, just look at the description of it. That's how spoiled we are in first world countries. It's only vanilla... You know, you didn't melt a Hershey bar and stick some cookie dough in there with some cheesecake. I mean, what? That's not ice cream. All right, let me get to the goddamn reads for this week. All right, crying celebrities. 
Hey, Bill, you see that video of the celebrity crying to his Instagram because he felt bad for what the world was going through? No, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm really glad I didn't. Oh, my God, I got to watch this. Oh, Jesus Christ, is it going to be celeb? I got to see this. Oh, my God, why would you tell me this exists? Celebrity cries... Video, that'll be a zillion videos, about pandemic. Josh Gad shares video of himself crying to let people know. I love Josh Gad. I don't want to watch this guy crying. That it's okay to cry. Oh, boy. People don't send me this shit. I love, you know, Josh Gad did a fucking TV show with Billy Crystal. It was, it was such a fucking great goddamn show. The fuck was it called? Hang on a second. I got to look it up. You know, this is actually a bad thing. Well, maybe if you guys watch it, they'll fucking reboot it. Josh. All right. Hang on a second. The fuck out with Josh, Gad, Billy, Crystal. Okay, okay. The Comedians. How hilarious is that? I'm a fucking comedian. I couldn't remember what it was called The Comedians. They were so goddamn amazing. The writing was so fucking great on that show. I still can't believe that there wasn't an uproar, that that got taken off and they didn't bring it back. That was such a fucking... The the episode where the two of them meet each other, neither one of them wants to work with each other, but they're both in this point in their careers where they need each other to do a fucking show. They have this total showbiz lunch, and then this afterwards as they're both driving away, talking to their fucking agent, saying what they really felt was was just fucking, it was a fucking amazing show. Um, uh, Anyway. I, half the reason why I don't want to I don't want to see this guy I don't want to see another man cry I it's just I can't I can't handle it all right I, I I don't have the emotional maturity to handle it so God bless him that he can do it all right hey Bill you see that video of a celebrity crying to his Instagram because he felt bad for the world what the world was going through why broadcast that if you want to even have the conversation about how famous people can help how about we start with not crying. <laughs> He puts in quote, put our weakest feelings forward. Is that how you want to play it? I'm not even saying crying is weak. I'm just saying broadcasting your pain, thinking it's going to make someone else not alone. As little Jimmy Norton would say, yuck. Ah, That just reminded me how much I miss Jim Norton. I used to see him at least five days a week back in the day. You know, even right through Opie and Anthony, I used to see him all the time. Now, I'm lucky if I see that guy two, three times a year. What a fucking comedic mind on that guy. Um, now you're going to make me cry because I miss Jimmy. Um, you know, people can do what they want to do. I mean, I think a lot of your reaction has to do with your feelings about crying, but I definitely get it. All right, this crying video for you is watching me and my president is just sitting there shitting himself fucking 
playing the blame game like some fucking chick. I didn't mean to. China started it. It's like, dude, come on, man. I need balls of steel here. I don't need you fucking blaming people. I mean, he's acting like the owner of the fucking Baltimore Colts. You lost the playoff game. Boo-hoo. Get a better team. Come back next year, you fucking pussy. We're doing our own investigation. Oh, Jesus. Um, by the way, I have a conspiracy. I don't think China started this fucking thing. All right. I don't think China started the fucking coronavirus. You know who I started think started the coronavirus? Okay. I think the NFL started it. The NFL started it to destroy the XFL. All right. I know a lot of you guys are rolling your eyes, but all you have to do, you got to do a little gumshoe work here. Who stood to profit the most? The NFL. Look at the NFL. The NFL got to play their whole fucking season. The NBA had to shut it down. NHL shut it down. MLB shut it down. Golf shut down. XFL shut down. When did when did we finally take coronavirus seriously? Oh, about three weeks after the Super Bowl. When do we do to come out of our houses? Right before the NFL preseason. I'm telling you. They started this shit because they were scared of two forward passes behind the line of scrimmage on the same fucking play. They were like, what is this, the fucking AFL? You're going to make it more exciting than our product? We don't have enough fucking room. They're in too many of the cities we're already in. They're going to eat into our fucking profits. We're not going to be able to go down to Florida and get a fucking hand job and a fucking jerk-off shot. And they fucking, that's what they did. They put it out there. They put it out there, and they went to fucking China, just like the NBA, and they started it there because they knew that our president was a racist, and he would get fucked. They needed that misdirection, and then, you know, before anybody figured it out, they sent Tom Brady to Tampa. So that became the story in the NFL. It's just a theory. All right, right on cue. Hang in there, owners of the XFL. I love a startup league. Here it is, Bill. The Justice Department has quietly asked Congress for the ability to ask chief judges to detain people indefinitely without a trial during emergencies. Part of a push for new power that comes as the coronavirus spreads through the United States. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Why are we doing this to our country? Are we at the end of the Ponzi scheme? So they need to do this. Why would you want to do that to people? Oh, my God. Am I really going to open this link? I'm not going to read this. Department of Justice seeks new emergency powers amid coronavirus pandemic. And I know what people are going to say. They're just going to be like, well, that's just for fucking idiots who keep going outside. Um, They're putting us all in jeopardy. Okay. And then how is that applied in the future? All right, that's terrifying. I'm trying to stay in a good mood. There's nothing I can do about that, so I'm not reading it. Everybody else, you, I will put the link, link up. You can read it. Coronavirus and DNA. Hey, Billy Rusty Nips. I like that one. I noticed that only celebrities, athletes, and politicians seems to be able to get a for coronavirus test. Um, the rest of us seem to be relegated 
to a drive-through deep swab of the nose. It occurred to me that the powers that be may be trying to gain easy access to our DNA profiles. Oh, yeah, dude, there's always this shit going on. In the past, we as a country have been taken advantage of when we're panicking. 9-11 and the Patriot Act, for instance. What's your take on it? Well, yeah, I mean, I've been preaching that fucking bullshit forever. I hope I'm wrong. He goes, there's no paperwork, no explanation of where or when someone can access it. Having said that, hope you and your family stay safe from the virus and the Bill Burr podcast had me dying, especially when you drank an orange Fanta. Was your ginger... Ah, Jesus Christ, you spelt it wrong. I don't even... Your ginger fetin level dropping or something? I don't even know what you're trying to say there. Thanks for the laugh. Now go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, that's like my... Uh, that's my energy drink. I love an orange Fanta with real sugar in it. Go fuck yourself. Like I like that and I like root beer. All right? And you, that's all you need to know about me. You see me drinking orange Fanta, that's so I can be the strongest ginger I can be. You see me drinking a root beer, and that's, you know, let you know I like black chicks. Uh, <laughs> as my wife would say, oh, Jesus, uh, what do you do? Hey, Billy Two Bites, uh, if you had information that someone in Hollywood was a, p- a pedophile, what would you do? Yeah, I'd, go, I'd call the authorities. I wouldn't fucking go into their house like that chicken fucking Silence of the Lambs trying to solve it myself. The goddamn fucking uh, virtual reality glasses on, if that's what you're thinking. Assuming you'd go to the authorities. Okay, yeah, I would. But what if you don't have actual evidence that you can turn in? Do you start making jokes about them on stage? The podcast or Twitter? Uh, Corey Feldman seems to be having trouble getting people to care, even though all of his stories have surprisingly all been corroborated. Yeah, I don't know why. I think because he's a guy that nobody gives a shit. You know? I also don't think that it, it helps his cause that he dresses like Michael Jackson, you know, on the bad album all the time. I don't think that that helps either. He hasn't had a hit movie in a while. These are the things that don't make your story real to people. So, um, which is wrong. You know, maybe he's dressing like that. Do you dress, do you, you know, do you end up dressing like the person that abused you? I don't fucking know. Did Michael, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. what. The, I mean, Jesus Christ, what a topic to fucking bring up. Okay, if I had information that someone in Hollywood was a pedo, what would you do? Uh, if I didn't have evidence, then how would I know? How would I know? Um, I would be like that guy in Rear Window. I would just be fucking sitting there. Jimmy Stewart. I would just be sitting there watching his fucking house. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I mean, if there was kids over there, I would, if, if, well, first of all, I'd keep my kid away from that person. And then I would try to somehow talk to one of the kids, slip it into conversation. 
Hey, what'd you get for Christmas? Is uh, that dude you're living with uh, touching you in a way that you don't like? Hey, I was just asking. I mean, that's a fucking, that's a big question to ask. Because if the kid says no, then you're like, oh, fuck, is he going to say that? Yeah, it's fucking horrible. But I can't tell you this. Pedophiles, um, anybody does anything to an animal, a kid, or a woman, uh, or a world economy that takes advantage of people should be executed. That's it. Get rid of you. Um, flat Earth rebuttals. Uh, Dear Billy Beyond Meat Burger Tits Burr. Okay, I can read that better. Dear Billy Beyond Meat Burger Tits Burr. Um, I've been losing my mind hearing about these flat earthers, so I want, wanted to voice some simple ways to show they are wrong. I will start with the North Star argument. During the time of the Egyptians... What we consider the North Star, otherwise known as Polaris, isn't that a bus company? Wasn't directly north. They named the star Thuban around 3000 BC, and it wasn't directly north. The Earth rotates on an axis like a top, and there is a procession where what we consider the north moves. Uh, where what we consider the north moves. Uh, through thousands of years of procession, Thuban shifted in the sky and is now north. Every year, Earth's procession is slowly shifting Polaris out of the northern position. And around 13,000 years from now, the star Vegan will be the new north star. Oh, Vega. Sorry, Vegan. <laughs> oh, the old Hollywood. It's in my head. The second point I wanted to make deals with flying at high altitudes. At altitudes above 30,000 feet, the naked eye can see the curvature. I fly Gulfstream 5 aircraft, and we routinely fly above 40,000 feet, and the curvature is easily seen. Um, Third, one writer said that there's been no experiment to prove the Earth is round, but that is patently false. Over 2,000 years ago, a Greek mathematician named Eratosthenes did a simple experiment. The simplest way to explain is that he measured the shadow that a stick casted at the exact time 800 kilometers apart and saw that there was a 7-degree difference between them, proving that the Earth is a sphere. Everything you said made sense except for that. I mean, there's just, there's rolling hills, there's fucking flat lands. I mean, I don't, I, I don't fucking know. I mean, what about a mogul? If I look at a mogul and I stick a stick on either side of that, have I just proved that the earth is wrong? I, I don't, I'm too dumb for this conversation. The last point I wanted to make is how we can, how we can be certain we went to the moon. When we went to the moon, we left mirrors at documented locations. That was part of the experiment, an experiment to confirm the speed of light and some other gravity tests. Uh, you can actually replicate this experiment yourself with a high-powered laser and computer equipment, which was actually done on the show Big Bang Theory. If we didn't go to the moon, how come we can target mirrors at precise locations and get returns that confirm the speed of light? Anyway, I'm too amused by flat earthers, but remember... Wait, anyways, I too am amused by flat earthers, but then I remember that they are allowed to vote and reproduce. Hopefully all is well with you. Take care and go fuck yourself. Yeah. 
You know, you got pilots are some of the fucking greatest people on the planet. They really are. They just, uh, I don't know. They got this great combination of knowledge, scientific knowledge and balls. <laughs> Anybody can learn that the fucking earth is flat on the ground, but to fucking get in a goddamn jet and fly at 40,000 feet with pressurized fucking air and all of that shit. I mean, that's just, it's just fucking amazing. And I cannot tell you how much I miss it. I really, 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 I miss the whole thing. I miss the way it smells. I miss your smell, Ron Burgundy. Um, And when all of this bullshit's over, I'm going to get back up there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, with what happened to Kobe and everything, there was a bunch of people telling me not to do it anymore. Um, which I understand. But then there's also the other thing is like, you know, I, I wouldn't fucking fly in shit like that. I fly in clear days with no turbulence. All right. I'm a weekend warrior. And 99% of the times I fly, I'm flying with an instructor. Can I just have a good fucking time? Uh, we're, you know, I'm going to tell you this right now. We're all going to get out of this and we're all going to be, you know, you know what's great about this? This is going to really make everybody hopefully appreciate, you know, a lot of things like the way my grandparents lived through the depression. Like my grandparents had to make their American dream come true three times. They made it come true, you know, started a dry cleaning business and then the depression wiped them out and then they got it going again. And then world war two came and my grandfather got drafted, um, or he enlisted. I don't know. Greatest generation. He probably enlisted. And, uh, that wrecked them again. And then when they came out of it, uh, they built it back up again. And I got a lot out of my grant because it was the, the, how complex life is now. And I look back then, you know, I read, I read this book, uh, blueberries for Sal for my daughter, right? She loves that. And one morning in Maine, those Robert McCloskey, whatever the hell his name is. Um, I got to get his name right because he's really my, these are going to be books like someday if I live long enough, cause I'm an old dad to become a grandfather. If I ever see my daughter reading one of these books, uh, to one of, to my grandson or granddaughter, I'm going to put Josh Gad to shame with the tears that flow out of my fucking freckled face here. All right blueberries for Sal blueberries for Sal by Robert yeah McCloskey um, if you just look at the simplicity in that in one morning in Maine if you just look at their lives you know because the, the, the illustrations are incredible the stoves and just there's no TV screens and computers and cell phones and all of that. Everything's made out of glass, metal, and wood. There's no plastics. Um, it was a much simpler time. You know, you could also fucking die from a lot of things you can't die from now and polio and all that. I do understand that. But there, there's got to be a way to marry those two worlds. Because in one morning in Maine... Sal's a little bit older and now has a, a, a baby sister, Jane, and she wakes up and her tooth is loose. Spoiler alert, right? 
and blah, 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 blah. She comes downstairs for breakfast, and then she goes out, and her dad's in Maine digging for clams. And just on the way, all the wildlife she sees, and this, it's just a, it's just a fucking, you know, they go to town, and this guy fixes their outboard motor. It's just like local people and that type of shit. Now, granted, you know, people were a lot more racist back then or overtly racist back then. I don't know. Sometimes some of the shit Trump says and people don't have a problem with it. It makes me think that that shit's just still out there. But I like to think people are a little better now. Um, I don't know. So my grandparents kind of lived a life like that. And they had a dry cleaner, dry cleaning business. And... um my grandfather was the coolest dude ever. He always made sure my grandmother had a new car every couple of years. And then he was frugal as hell. He always drove a used car. And then he was a member of you know, this little town. And they, there was a, uh, a country club down there. And he was a member. You know what I mean? And they just lived this really great life. He paid for his house cash back when you could do that before, you know, all of this fucking, you know, when you could make a wage. And, there, you know, when I was a kid, like the milkman had, could have a stay at home mom, fuck, uh, uh, stay at home uh, wife, mother to his kids. It just, um, I don't know, it was a, just a different time. I don't know. I don't even know where the fuck I'm going with this shit. But uh, I'm just thinking that maybe if we go through this stuff, you could maybe live a more simple life. And, um, Personally, I'm trying, to, as I always try to, I try to go to mom and pop places as much as I can. And I'm just hoping during this time where the big dogs take advantage of the little dogs that when we come out of this shit, we can fucking, you know, walk around and be amongst each other again. We can actually, you're going to, what's the word when you go to small businesses? I know it begins with a P. Whatever, you go and spend your money at those fucking places. All right, all the bigger places, they're going to be fine. All right, anyways, I don't even want to talk about Grand Girlfriend doesn't like me watching sports. Well, she got her dream because there's none on. ESPN. Ocho! Um, dear Billy Tremendous Burr. No, oh, I guess I say tremendous a lot. I know you haven't been doing relationship advice for a while, but I hope you get to re... Oh, I would love to. Oh, my God, here we go. Look at this. Look at this. I get to play my little fucking jingle. Come on, play. Play. Where is it? Your host. Oh, Jesus. I can't queue up. Come on. It's time for advice. Hey. Your host, Billy Burr. It's me. And I'm ripping off this melody from somebody else. All right, let's see. This person wants advice from little old me. You know, when you guys ask me for advice, I have to tell you, it's really just a humbling thing. You ever listen to these guys? This fucking so this is a great one here. I'm getting a lot of credit by some of uh, Andrew Themelis's. It's all Andrew Themelis, the music that comes after the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. Night Moves, uh, that song Mexico. Listen, that great fucking band. That's all Themelis. He knows all of that shit. So my drum teacher actually told me this band Jellyfish that put out a couple albums, one of which I've just been listening on a fucking loop. It's called Spilt Milk. And the fact that this fucking thing came out in 1993 
with you know hair metal gone and then everybody was into fucking grunge and the seattle sound and all that and that, that these guys put out this fucking album that sounds like somewhere between like queen and this big fucking um <clears throat> like i don't know what 70s rock that was put out in 1993 is incredible and not to mention that um the drummer is the lead singer so when everybody anybody ever says um i'm sorry i'm typing this at the same time when anybody ever says who's who's one of the best singing drummers of all time they always say phil collins they'll say don henley dave grohl don't forget marvin andrew strummer Sturmer, sorry marvin andrew Sturmer. and there's an incredible live video that i will post um of them playing in germany and just how this band sounds in their harmonies how live that that's human beings doing this and the fact that they had the balls to put out a fucking album like this uh in 1993 is just incredible fucking incredible uh, so check them out if you get a chance uh, jellyfish spilt milk and i hope if a bunch of people download it they actually get some fucking money from it not just the record companies all right so it's time for advice all right <clears throat> all of a sudden my throat's all dry here by the way i'm so psyched i'm not smoking fucking cigars so fucking psyched my teeth are white again um i don't have to fucking just I, it's just it's just great it's great i, I miss the, sh- the hell out of them and i'll fucking have a nice big fat fucking cuban when this whole thing is over but uh because that'll be a special occasion anyways i know you haven't been doing relationship advice for a while but i hope you get to read this email i'm 21 ah you got your whole life ahead of you i'm sorry drinking a little throat coat tea here um and been with my girlfriend for about a year and a half she's really smart and funny lady and i love her to death she's an introvert and have and has a very small friend circle she always says i'm her best friend and loves telling me about her day how her day went when she was out with other friends and i love to hear it too well don't you guys just have the perfect little young love life i'm happy for you oh that's great anyways i'm a big football parentheses soccer fan and avid follower of the club um football club uh, fc barcelona does FC stand for football club or fucking cunts Barcelona and watch almost all of their games? One day I had an interview, uh, which I blew, and I forgot that there was a match going on. When I got home, it was halftime, and Leo Messi scored a, a hat trick in the first half. Now my girlfriend came online and said she wanted to tell me about her day out with their friends but i told her that i had to watch this match uh she had not seen the message at that time and i went to watch the match after i returned i saw that she was mad at me for leaving to watch the match she says i already missed the first half and why would i watch the rest of it like it's some movie she said she wanted the whole day for me to tell her story but couldn't because of my interview and then oh she said she waited the whole day for me to tell her her, to tell her story but she couldn't because of my interview 
and then posted the most annoying question. Do you love football, parentheses, soccer, more than me? I didn't know what to say, and in the end, I apologized just so she would stop fighting. Ah. You just became more of a man, sir. I hate to say it, but that's part of being in a relationship with a woman. All right, you're definitely going to learn about yourself. They're definitely amazing people, but you are definitely, on a regular basis, going to be saying sorry, not because you're sorry, just to calm their fucking emotions. Anyway, he says, but I feel like she could have been more understanding. I always find time for her and am always there for her when she's having a tough time. It was a story and it could have waited 45 minutes. I love you, uh, you and the lovely Nia's insight on this. Huge fan. Hope you'll do a show in India soon. Hope all three of you are doing well. Hang on a second. Hey, Nia! Nia! You ever know when the person you're with, you know that they fucking hear you and they're just ignoring you? Nia! She just goes, what? Are you ignoring me? I'm literally dealing with a screaming toddler. Oh. I just wanted to tell you I loved you. She didn't buy that. Um, well, great. Now I'm in a fight. Um, all right. This isn't such a big deal. Um, I guess she just got a kind of... Um, I guess you, you just have to understand with women that for a lot of them, watching us watch sports is like us watching them watch The Real Housewives. Okay, why do they watch it? This is fucking stupid, you know. And, you know, God knows my wife definitely, as you can see, ignores the hell out of me. But I'm a douche, so I understand. Um, This is just so, I mean, I, I don't think it's that big a deal. Okay, she had a, you know, she had a typical female fucking moment. That's That's where they go. You know, they need to know every day that you love them fucking more than anything else. And, you know, every once in a while that rears its insecure head. And all right, so she's a little insecure. You just just be understanding. This isn't going to happen every time you watch a fucking soccer match. Um, if it does, I would just say, listen, this is something that I love. I love to do. It makes me happy. It keeps me in a good mood, which will keep me in a great mood. And it actually, it actually helps our relationship. I know this is dumb. I know this has no effect on my life. It's like a soap opera. It's a story. I watch it. There's ebbs and flows. There's ups and downs. There's an emotional roller coaster going on that I connect with. And I really enjoy it. It makes me want to work out and stay in shape and look good for you. And uh, I get inspired by watching this. I can tape the games and, you know, I, you'll always be first, but I need to, I just, this is something that I need to do. And I know that you have things like this in your life that are important to you. And if I'm ever trying to impede on them, I want you to tell me that because I don't want to take that from you because I love you. Just say all that bullshit and then you can watch the fucking game. 
right, you fucking corona-free motherfuckers. I hope you're corona-free. I hope I am, too. We're all going to find out. Hey, and I promise you, if I get corona, do I have to fucking, if I podcast by myself through corona, will I, will I be like fucking, that'll be like my Michael Jordan flu game, right? No, it won't, Bill. All right. I hope I don't get it. Uh, God knows I have done enough fucking shows while this thing was out there in packed theaters. I shook plenty of fucking hands. Um, but now I'm thinking those shows are far enough away, but you know, I'm still post mating and shit like that. Um, I'm, I'm doing the best I fucking can. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I am definitely, you know, I haven't had any friends over or anything like that. So, uh, it's just been me, my, uh, my lovely wife, my beautiful daughter. And, um, you know, we usually have somebody come by the house, these cleaning people once every couple of weeks. And we just said, listen, we'll keep paying you. Just don't come by, blah, 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 blah. So they were like, cool. We appreciate it. And, uh, oh, freckles for the first time in fucking years. Broke out the vacuum cleaner. And uh, I'm man enough to admit, I fucking like it. I like vacuuming. I like cleaning up. And I actually think I do a fucking great job, you know, because I live here. You know what I mean? So what I do is I just sort of vacuum, you know, the upstairs one day. And then a couple days later, I do the downstairs. And then that's it. And then, uh, you know, I got to get a little dust rag, too. And I just figure I'm going to do one room, one room every day. Because then dusting isn't bad. It's just one room. Boom, 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 boom. Right? Just my little fucking thing there. Right? Like learning a couple of French words. I'll just dust something once a day. So everybody can do everything. Right? You can fucking handle your shit there. All right. Shout out to everybody who was smart enough to have a veggie garden in their backyard. All of that stuff. People who got chickens and stuff like that. So you got eggs and everything. You really did a smart. It's really paying off. Doomsday preppers. You were right. You were fucking right. Flat earthers. You know, the jury's still out as the information comes in. Now I'm thinking it's round again. (laughs) Is there mirrors up there? Can I go to Radio Shack and get a laser and then I shoot it and it fucking reflects back at me? What are are, are the flat earthers going to say? That it actually went up there and it hit God's sunglasses and came back? Does Jesus wear sunglasses? He does have long hair like Jim Morrison. Um, is everybody in? All right. Go fuck yourselves. I'll check in on you on Thursday. Look at that. I was a doomsday prepper. My never having guests, rarely having guests on my podcast. I just did an hour and 22 minutes all by my lonesome, huh? I'm going to pat myself on the back and then fucking sanitize both my hands and my fucking, uh, my back, you know, just so I don't cross infect myself. And then you get covid 20 all right fuck you I'll, I'll talk to you later god bless america and china and everywhere else and cuba take it in everybody god bless them all right bye